Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Beautiful day in Los Angeles, over a thousand degrees. Can I take a minute to correct an error from last week's episode? Hmm, just right at the top? Yeah, I mean, just just right at the top. Let's... Did you have a conversation with the ombudsperson about this? Uh, I haven't. Typically, that's the responsibility of our ombudsperson. Yeah, but I don't want to bug him. Daniel Okrent. <laughs> I don't want to bug Dan. Okay. What with his wife dying and all. <laughs> <sighs> um, and it's not. It's not. Wasn't an error. It's more of a glaring omission. Okay, so what you're saying is everything I said last last week was correct. Right. But I omitted something. We omitted something. We both omitted. And yeah. technically our guest omitted something too. Sure. He was in the room as well. Yeah. And he could have picked up some of our slack. But I mean it's mainly on us. He's the guest. They. I think our producer Jennifer was on the boards last week. So I mean let's – Technically Jennifer didn't Let's say all anything. share this blame. I was blaming myself at first. But you know what? I'm going to spread it around. I'm going to spread it around to you, Jennifer, Jake Wiseman and uh, you know, just all the other people in our lives. Sure. Uh, my beautiful wife, Teresa, my two children, sure. Simon and Oscar, young sons. Uh, I just I, – we should have said last week, happy anal August. Oh, my gosh. That is a really – what a nightmarish happy, mistake for happy us to Happy anal August. <laughs> wow. I mean, it ha- you know, you get so caught up in life and just getting busy, work. Right. I mean, our lives are family. busier than – Literally, our lives are busier than they've ever been with technology, children, sure. uh, cars. Keeping abreast on social media. Streetcars. Uh-huh. Novels. Um, pamphlets. Sure. I mean, it's coming at us from Medical all directions. Medical uh, Elective and non-elective. But so about uh, – so a quarter – I got a haircut last week. A quarter of anal August is gone. But – that still leaves three quarters of anal August. Yeah. And I say let's just – let's live it up. Let's let's make up for lost time. This is a month uh, inspired by a shop near your former home in West Hollywood, mm-hmm. California. Yeah. And a colorful window display. The pleasure chest. And a colorful window display mm-hmm. in said shop. Um, and it celebrates the physical act of – but intimacy. Yeah, and I drove by today. Actually, should we welcome in our guest to help us celebrate yeah, sure, Anal August? Sure. Um, Who better? You know him as uh, you know him as a, a writer and comic of great internet renown, and now as a television producer. Uh, not to mention a beloved guest mm-hmm. here on Jordan Jesse Go. He's been here many times. Um, Mr. Alex Blag. Hi, Alex. Merry Anal August, everybody. Thank you so yeah. much, Alex. If you'd been here last week instead of dumb old Jake Weissman. <laughs> you know, I'm, gonna, I'm blaming Weissman on this one. Oh, yeah? I, All the onus is on Weissman? You know, but that's not really the spirit of the analogous season, Jesse. I mean, a oh, big boy. part about, I mean, a lot of analogist is but intimacy, but a lot of it is also about forgiveness and wow. the love and acceptance of your fellow man. That's a really good point. I think we all just, yeah. I mean, and it's not just about... You know, maybe accepting something into your butt that you wouldn't normally. Right. But 
accepting things into your life that you and into your heart, right. into your, I, through your butt, into yeah, your heart. I feel like analogous has become so commercialized. It's totally. really important mm-hmm. not to forget the reason for the season. And you yeah. know, I drove by the I drove by the store today to make sure the window was was up. I used to walk by it a lot, but I uh, live in a different place, and I don't don't you know make it by the pleasure chest as much as I'd like. And I drove by today to make sure. You know, that they were still celebrating and that, you know, yeah. it hadn't been absolved in favor of, you know, Septum September. Or like that. <laughs> that, that place is still the Sax Fifth Avenue of, <laughs> totally. of April August. <laughs> Just a lovely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they are still celebrating Anal August. And for the first time on their banner, they had a hashtag. Hashtag Anal August. Oh, They're trying really to get nice. it out there with social media. So maybe I, what I thought we could do was, you know. While people are talking about this episode online, usually they hashtag things JJ Go. Keep that hashtag there, but also add the hashtag AnalAugust. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I do too. Um, yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm not afraid to say. Look, speculum guys... September septum's in your nose. You can... What was I <laughs> thinking true. of? I'm thinking of like thinking a doctor's a thing you that's could a... use to pry open <laughs> an orifice. Yeah, speculum, speculum. September. The septum is a part of your nose. I guess um, you can fuck that. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say something about the fact that most people – oh, you know, most people mm-hmm. I think who listen to this show, they think of me as a sort of macho guy, mm-hmm. like a man's man. Sure. Um, just because of my hobbies, my interests, my physique, um, my smell – uh, my powerful voice, mm-hmm. uh, my position in the community. But the truth is, when I think about what anal August has meant to me these past mm-hmm. five years or so since you first brought it into my life, mm-hmm. Jordan, I have a tear welling up in my eye. And I think that a real macho man isn't afraid to cry about anal August. Mm-mm. Or cry if he's taking something really big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> something bigger than he's ordinarily used to. You know, there's a, there, as long it, as it's consensual. you know, it's like it's like what I imagine the tears from a parent are when you're graduating, right? Or when you're getting married, right? There's a sadness there that you know you're growing up, you're leaving the nest. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. But there's also a happiness. You know, my son or daughter is making something of themselves. Yeah. So. Congratulations to you, Jordan, for mm-hmm. writing that wrong. Sure. I think you're a real hero. Thank you. Um, you're the man that Jake Weissman couldn't mm-hmm. or wouldn't be. Well, okay. I want to go back to Alex here. I feel like we're putting a lot of blame. Okay. Well, I think, I think Alex bears of... some of the blame too. Oh, so, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's definitely blame Alex. I did listen to the podcast episode and I didn't stop and think or call you guys yeah, and right. say, hey, wait a minute. Yeah. There's a problem here. Uh, you know, I think, you know, they say that. There are certain holidays it's tough to be single during. Yeah. <laughs> yeah sure. New Year's Eve, of course. Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Sure. What do you think is harder for singles, analogist or the purge? <laughs> <laughs> of the summer holidays. Because <laughs> analogist, you know, it's you know, hard to put something in. I guess maybe it's not that hard to put something in your own anus. You know, I think that um, I think that solo butt play is a really central mm-hmm. part of of any analogist. Sure. And I think really if you want to talk about uh what time of year is most difficult for mm-hmm. for singles, you're going to want to look at cuffing season. What's that? Well, cuffing season historically is in the winter months. Mm-hmm. 
uh, starting in the fall, I would say the mid mm-hmm. to late fall, uh, that's when you want to lock down a significant other. So you've got sure. somebody to keep you warm when it gets cold outside. Right. Um, you chain them to the radiator that's no longer working. Yeah, or to your old wire then, or, your, or your old metal bed frame yep. or whatever. And the problem is, uh, you know, you need someone to say the safe word to Sure. if you need food or, or whatever. You can't just do that by yourself. I insist, if you're, li- if you're out there and you're listening to this program, and I can give you one piece of mm-hmm. advice, um, don't do hardcore BDSM solo because you might end up chained to a radiator with no one to say a safe word to. Sure. And that's why cuffing season is so dangerous for singles. Hmm. I imagine that on the outside the purge is tough for singles because you're like, oh, look at all these happy couples like murdering together or right. you know, hunkering down in safe rooms together. Right. But also I bet there's a lot of opportunity to meet fun new people. Do you think that Tinder works during the purge? Oh yeah, it definitely does. Oh, I thought the purge was the thing you did to get your butt ready for anal <laughs> I feel like you guys are talking about a different Oh, I'm talking purge. about the one day a year that crime is legal. Oh, okay. Happens every summer. That makes way more sense yeah. what you guys are talking about. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. I'm Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a comedy podcast about parenting where we remind you that despite what the internet says, no one really cares what kind of parent you are. One bad mother. We're the friends with kids you want to hang out with. Check us out on iTunes and MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, British motorsports enthusiast. Uh, Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex Blagg, Frenchman. <laughs> are you a Frenchman? No. But, I just always. I feel like you guys are just throwing around these descriptors of right. you know who you are. You and might what as well just about. go for it. If he can be a boy detective, I can be a Frenchman at least within the safe confines of this podcasting studio. I want to also offer a corrective. Mm-hmm. Um, a, f- a few weeks ago on this program. Um, we had a visit from a listener named Ronnie. Mm-hmm. Ronnie's a motorsports enthusiast. He likes to build Volkswagens that do wheelies. The most specific fucking hobby I've ever heard of in my entire life. Volkswagens that do wheelies. They put sandbags and giant engines in the back or something. I don't know. So I'm talking to Ronnie a little bit about what kind of used car I should buy now mm-hmm. that my wife says I have to have a dad car with four seats in it. And I tell, I tell him I'm thinking about buying a Jaguar. Now... I got some blowback from this thing. I'm thinking about buying a Jaguar. On the internet, some people said, hey, Jesse, you're supported by my donation of $5 a month. I drive a Corolla. (laughs) Why are you thinking about buying a Jaguar? Which I can understand. Fair question. Now, number one, yesterday I bought a Jaguar. (laughs) That's number one. So let's start there. However, I want to clarify a couple points about the Jaguar that I bought. The donations were for the cocaine that you snorted before buying the, the Jaguar. The cocaine <laughs> that I sold to make the money Got to it. buy the Jaguar. Got it. Makes sense. It tracks. 
here's the thing about Jaguars and the specific reason I was interested in Jaguars. There was a time when a Jaguar was literally the lowest quality vehicle you could purchase in terms of reliability and just general. Like it was it was basically a, the, a beautiful thing uh, put together with twine. Um, and for that reason, Jaguars have a horrible reputation. Now, at some point along the line, they got bought by Ford. Now they're owned by an Indian company, but for a long time there, there they were built by Ford, and uh, became pretty good cars. But at no point did they start changing their reputation, which is why Ford, I think, eventually sold them. But it turns out, for ten thousand dollars, you can buy a really kick-ass Jaguar. So I just want to put that out there. I didn't go out and buy a $60,000 car or a $75,000 car with your donation money, people that were mad at me. I bought a $10,000 car because my wife said I had to buy a car with four seats in it. I don't drive very much. I don't always commute in my car. I often take the subway. So I decided if I was going to buy a $10,000 car and my choice was between a Corolla and a, and a Jaguar, I would buy a 390-horsepower Jaguar. Let's get down, though, to what really matters about this situation. What does J.D. Power and Associates have to say about your Jaguar? <laughs> That's I, what I want to know. And number one. Do people still listen to J.D. Power and Associates uh, when uh, this guy buy does. a car? Yeah. This, That's the only place I look. Which would you say is your favorite of his associates? <laughs> I, always, I, always, I always tell people that if, you know, I feel like it's crass to name your genitals, but if I was going to, <laughs> I would name them J.D. Power and Associates. I just feel like that's like the best possible name sure. a man could give himself. Your balls do have some nice <laughs> tips on what the latest Hyundais are like. They're, they're associates. Now, Alex, you're a, you're a you're soon-to-be dad of yes. twins, right? Correct. That's do you correct. Have I didn't to... know that. Congratulations. Thank you, Jesse. Yes, I'm, uh, I've been so inspired by your just uh, preeminent dadness mm-hmm. that uh yes yes i shan't deny it you have you have two beautiful children and a, a lovely family and a wife and and my wife and i were just like you know what i want to as well you know what so you're, we just made it happen you're so you right about the that egg. alex yeah split I did the it. egg jd two. jd power and associates <laughs> got in there they made two yeah two beautiful children i have yeah. a wife and a family the family's Lives in Nashville. Yeah, Guatemala. Oh, Nashville. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They think you're a traveling vacuum cleaner salesman. <laughs> yeah, sure, exactly. Sure. So you've got two children on the way. Are you gonna? Are do, are, do you guys already have a a, a, a family vehicle? Uh, no. Well, my wife has a uh, like a Volvo station wagon, which is a that's yeah, a that's classic a, that's family a vehicle. The classic family vehicle. She you can go loves to the Hoover it. Dam in that shit. Yeah, yeah. I just have pack a, them up. Get yeah, to the Hoover Dam. Yeah, you can take them anywhere. Um, just strap them in there, and you're ready to go. It's a big, powerful, mm-hmm. very dependable car. But here's the thing, Alex. You might be able to hold out for a little while, whatever kind of car you drive. Yeah, I, so I got a I got a Prius, which is. You know, it's not. I feel like it's a little small. Maybe you're gonna have to put your. The thing is, you're gonna have to put those car seats in there backwards. Yeah, you know about this. Yeah, Jordan. Oh, of, I'm oh. always kidnapping kids. Yeah, <laughs> but I want them to be safe when I when I abduct children. Yeah, well, for the blood rights. Sure, it's not for a <laughs> yeah. molestation thing. It's for a satanic thing. Yeah. Right. Sure. For the blood rights yeah. to sacrifice them. The Lord Beelzebub will not accept them if they're damaged. No, so. I want them to be safe on the way yeah, to the altar for sure. You do a whole. You, the last thing you want is to do a whole ritual, and at the end of it, you hear, eh, damaged. Yeah. 
thanks nothing, a lot. Satan. Nothing pisses the Dark Lord off like that one. Yeah. That's what. That's why he puts off that. He makes that buzzer. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Damage. No. Yeah. Damaged goods. This is bullshit, Jordan. The game show host of the underworld, Satan. So a Prius is – here's the thing about a Prius. Yeah. I got to tell you this. A Prius is a good car for a dad of two seven-year-olds. But you got those rear-facing child seats. Yeah. You're going to have your chin right up on that steering wheel, my friend. Jesse, I've already been thinking about that. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, if, if any of your listeners have uh, – you know, experience outside of JD Power and Associates. That <laughs> My they recommendation feel like they is like a Jaguar. To make a Jaguar, Jaguar, yeah, yeah, yeah. specifically a Jaguar XJR. Just a fucking rocket sled to endanger your children as you preserve them in a two thousand trillion pound piece of aluminum. Yep, I will take that into consideration. A Jaguar is a fine vehicle. Jordan, what's going on with your lifestyle lately? <laughs> um, well, I um, I, well, I wanted to ask real quick why the f- seats have to face backwards. Because so the, for because safety. That's the thing now. You the, uh... literally uh, – car seats for children now, uh, they're supposed to face backwards until the kids are like four years old. Huh. Yeah. It used to be that just babies had backwards-facing car seats. Mm-hmm. But it just keeps – now it keeps going and going because it's much safer. Because sure. babies don't have strong – they have big heads mm. and weak Necks, mm. mm-hmm. so they so they get bad injuries when they're not facing backwards. Um, there you go. Put that in your pipe and smoke it, Jordan. I will. Thank you. Oh man, I'm getting so fucked up off this information. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this fucking baby information. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm having a bad trip. <laughs> oh, baby information. I took too much. You know what they you know what they say, Jordan. <laughs> Knowledge is drugs. <laughs> yeah, sure. Knowledge will get you fucked up. <laughs> Um, I did, uh, speaking of shopping, I did the first little bit of Burning Man shopping uh, oh. this weekend. Oh, bought I, yourself some goggles? I, I bought myself some goggles. <laughs> I know, you laugh. And that's what I, like, I had already done a lot of other prep for Burning Man. Like, I had bought my plane ticket, I had rented my car. Saved up your semen. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, just, I'm, I'm doing, uh, massaging my vesicles daily. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Wait, what is a vesicle? It's a you know a seminal vesicle. <laughs> okay, yeah. What about the, what about your leotard? I have not heard anything about a leotard. Yet. Uh, I'm still shopping for leotards. Okay, uh, yeah. I got a guy. You know, sometimes if you got <laughs> a leotard dealer, I got a leotard guy. Yeah, are these illegal leotards? Yeah. You're saying that in kind of a weird way. No, Leonard, the leotard guy. Oh wow, he's great. That's a fun name. Yeah, found him on Yelp. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, so you just you were just one day you were just yelping leotards. Yeah, leotards, and I just saw Leonard's leotards. Was it leotards just in West Hollywood or Venice, California? Or was it leotards? Nearby, just on your current, on your yeah, current yeah. location using right. a GPS, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so how I, many stars does Leonard have? Last I checked, like three and a half, but so not great, but not bad, good, better than any other leotard. I think three and, and a half so stars many, is, you, is you know, there's so many, there's so many leotard trolls yeah. out there on Yelp. Did yeah, you there's a walking, lot of competition. Walking distance, driving distance, biking distance. I believe my settings are usually just walking distance. Right. So, so. you just took what you could get. Yeah. I understand yeah. that. Um, so I uh, – so, you know, and, and but it really felt like, oh, I'm, I'm doing this when I got my goggles. I'm like, oh, OK. Well, this is fucking happening. I now own goggles. This is because there's sand Yeah, the there's playa. like sandstorms. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so I – Where I was, does one get their goggles? Well, I dro- drove by the Army Surplus store. Yeah. And they had a big sign outside that said Burning Man gear. 
I'm like, well, I need some Burning Man gear. So uh, I went inside. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, well, what kinds of things would I need? Like, I'm like, oh, there's like sun issues. There's cold issues. So you're gonna need uh, a f- one, you're going to need one of those Australian hats. Yeah. With the big wide rim and the corks that hang okay. down so yeah. that you can shake the bugs off. <laughs> so here's what I – so I'm like, OK, well, I should get a knit cap for the nighttime. Yeah. Right. So I was looking at the first rack of knit caps I saw. They were all those knit caps where they have like a, a pom-pom on the top and then those like, hanging braids that come down from the side. It's called Burning Man style. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was looking at these and I'm like – Oh, man, do they have any normal ones? I don't want to look ridiculous out there. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. There will be someone on stilts as the rainbow freakout stork. He's probably not going to make fun of my pom-pom hat. With an enormous beak-shaped phallus. Sure. Uh, but I did find some normal-looking knit caps. Okay. Um, so, so you got more nice. than one. Uh, oh, no, I just got one. Just the one. Just the one. Okay. Uh, what but- are we talking about? Wool, nylon, cashmere? Cashmere has a cash, nice cashmere knit cap. I would only get cashmere. I, I drive a Jaguar. I, I understand. You have a cashmere lifestyle. Yeah. Um, and then I was I was uh, I, I was having I had a realization is that uh, I am kind of going to this by myself. I'm going to this never having done this before, uh, and I just kind of assumed that everything would be provided for me. But something I didn't take into account was that. It's, that's not exactly how it is, is that it is a trading economy. Right. Mm. So you are supposed to – and, you know, obviously it's not just goods, but it's, you know – Drugs. Sexual Drugs, favors. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and apparently I was I was texting with a friend who has been to Burning Man and she was saying that there is a – that not derogatory but a, you know, less than flattering nickname for kind of young, beautiful people who go to Burning Man and just kind of take and take and take. And because they're, you know, young and, you know, nubile and tight and taut, yeah. they just kind of have everything given to them. Comely. Comely, yeah. lithe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all that. All the things that I am. Sure. They're, they call them sparkle ponies. Wow. And I felt like I was – I'm setting myself up to be a sparkle pony. Can I get away with this shit? Yes, of course I can. As I mentioned, taut, tan, lithe, sinewy, all that shit. Major celebrity. Yeah, major celebrity. Look, let's say you're in a well-stocked Burning Man camp mm-hmm. and a major celebrity comes up to your camp mm-hmm. and says, hey, can I have some of that chili? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not only is he a major celebrity, <laughs> but he's a huge fucking sparkle pony. Sure. Right. But well, here's the th- whatever. Okay. What are you gonna say to a Jordan Morris? Sure. To a Kelly Ripa? Sure. <laughs> Michael Strahan. <laughs> yeah. They're there filming some segments. Rebecca De Mornay. You never know. <laughs> what are you gonna say if Pat Boone comes over and asks and asks you for a bowl of split pea soup? Um, I mean, I guess the thing is, I I could get away with this Sparkle Pony shit, mm-hmm. yes, but I don't necessarily want to. Like, I don't want that to be my first impression on this place. What if I want to come back? What if I want to, you know, make this my thing? What if What if you want to use your points on getting laid? <laughs> right, sure. Um, so, I'm like, what can I provide? I have not built an art car. Right. I'm flying. I don't think I could transport drugs. I don't think anything I could get would be. You know, impressive out there. What do you think? What would be an example of something that would be impressive? Uh, I mean, because 
marijuana is not going to be particularly impressive. Sure, exactly. Even if it's nice, like Los Angeles medical marijuana. Sure. I got it. You go back to the Army Surplus store, mm-hmm. get a bunch of dead grenades. <laughs> Seriously. Sure. I feel like if you're out in the middle of the desert and you're, you know, probably tripping out on a real cocktail of drugs mm. and, and just having a great time surrounded by star- sparkle ponies, that it would be like just you, a weird... Just you, and Rippa. Just you, Strahan and Rippa, eating chili. I feel like it'd be a cool, weird <laughs> move to use dead grenades as currency. And people, it would like really blow their minds. The thing yeah. is, you've got to remember to check them. You cannot yeah, carry them yeah, on, sure. Jordan. Yeah, but pull the pin before you hand it to them. Sure. And then just, you know, Be like last take week's episode chili. of The Leftovers. Just yeah. hand someone a yeah. dead grenade. Yeah. To make exactly. them think about shit. Exactly. Um, spoiler alert. Um, yeah, so I mean, I'm trying to think about like what I can provide. Like I've not built anything. I probably won't get, you know, time to, to build a, you know, dream pole or a... <laughs> You know, uh, reflection tarp. People who do those things, people will trade them that for just because they're impressed? Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, you can probably, you know, climb the spirit pole or... You can just munch off that shit. Yeah. So so I'm like, what can I provide? So, like, if you have an experience that you're like an art house yeah, at Burning Man, like a crazy hall of mirrors. Sure. <laughs> somebody comes up and you're like, welcome to my hall of mirrors. And they're like, oh, thank you very much. And you say, one can of chili, please. Mm-hmm. One can of stag. <laughs> Hunts. No Ooh. generic bullshit. <laughs> yeah, sure. Hormel, no beans, bag of Fritos. Um, yeah, so I'm like, well, what do I have? I guess I have a podcast. Jordan, Jesus Christ. Can I invite everyone who gives me something at Burning Man on the podcast? <laughs> Just anybody. Anybody who gives me water. Or a, uh... I mean, I'm not against it. I think you should start a different podcast. That's what I was going to say. Oh, okay. I was just putting my producer a hat Burning on Man for a minute. That feels like a podcast. new podcast. Okay. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you don't know. And... I mean, it depends on how much of a sparkle pony they are. Sure, that's true. That's a great name for the I'm, podcast. If they're a really primo sparkle pony, I said bring them <laughs> Get in Get them in here. <laughs> depends on how lithe they are, how sure. taut they Sinewy, are. sure. Um, if you it's know, Ripa, I say bring her in. Yeah. Strahan? Yeah, Strahan can come. Yeah. If Rippa's there. Rippa and Strahan? I guess I we have like, duos on sometimes. I feel like Rippa is the is the linchpin, if mm-hmm. you will. If I can use some Alex mm-hmm. some Alex Black <laughs> yep. metaphor here of the stripper straight of the stripper Rahan sure. combination. Uh so I mean there's that. I mean I guess I could like mention everyone, but then that would just be a long line of weird names on a pie. And you know, I don't want to do that to the to the listeners. Um can I can I suggest something? Please, yeah, that's what I'm looking for. This is just an idea that I had based on something you were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. You know those little bags of Fritos? Yeah, like the kind that cost. They used to cost a quarter. They probably cost fifty cents now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know that thing that some people do, where they open it up and then put chili inside. And inside then, the bag, mm-hmm. it's oh, like yeah. a plastic bag. Yeah, yeah. It's I've southern, never seen this before. Oh, yeah, it's a southern classic. And then you put like you put like yeah. cheese sauce, queso, whatever in you there want, too, mm. right? sour cream, onions in the plastic bag. And, no, it's a, it's like the little metal, chip little metallic bag. chip. So bag. It, it'll hmm. it's you know it's liquid. Hmm. I don't tight. Think I've never seen this. Yeah, and then you eat it with like a spoon or a fork or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, just redneck ingenuity at its finest. Sure. I say you bring that to the table. Oh, yeah, because yeah. nobody else. Number one. You know, as much as we joke about it, 
nobody else is going to have chili. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to want chili. Sure. Yeah. Instead like, of why aren't we farting? So <laughs> yeah. enough. Instead this of... would be great if more people were farting. What if yeah. you offered? Here's another idea. Mm-hmm. What if you offered free chili, but you charged for Bino? <laughs> okay. That's how you make. I start money. handing out chili. Yeah. Like, you... Oh, you want this Bino? Let me climb the spirit pole. <laughs> exactly. Also, give me some water. I have nowhere to sleep. <laughs> Bino is something you can take on the airplane. Sure. I think. I think so, too. It's not a you're not, you're gel, definitely, right? You definitely can't bring I – I brought a burrito through the security, and I was worried about it. Mm-hmm. Last time I was up in the San Francisco it was Bay a, Area. it was a burrito filled with toothpaste. <laughs> it was a super burrito, so it had a lot of guacamole and mm-hmm. sour cream in there. They didn't nail you on the – the liquid amount? No, they didn't. I thank God. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have gone to the Bay Area without eating burritos. What That's if like they would have opened your burrito, Geneva Convention, scraped out the salsa and guacamole and sour cream, and measured to see if it was over the three ounces allowed by federal aviation <laughs> law, and then I probably wouldn't have come home to Southern California. I would have just left. I would have just gone to my mom's house. Hmm. Just flipped my whole fucking lifestyle. Hmm. But if you did want to bring explosives on a plane, not that anyone would want to do that because that's against yeah, the law sure, and wrong, and I'm not advocating for that. But, but I'm saying you could just put it, it in a, a super burrito, guacamole-laden burrito. think we may have found a loophole, a burrito-shaped to, loophole. You'd have to talk somewhat at a taqueria into making it for you, though. I mean, that's the tricky part. Because if you say – if you go to a taqueria and you say super burrito, they're not going to automatically put explosives in it. Mm. Depends on your definition of explosives. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Alex Black. Alex Black. So I mean, I guess like if somebody at Burning Man was like applying to SNL and wanted me to like read their packet or something, I could do that. What? So you? Here's the. I could how offer are you like getting to Burning help. Man. I'm flying to Reno and then I'm driving. Why are you going to Burning Man? Has this been talked about oh, already? Someone gave me a free, got a free ticket. ticket. Okay, okay, yeah. okay. And also, uh, in the spirit of analogous, sure. accepting new things into your life. Yeah, yeah, like Burning Man. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm saying yes to life. Jordan's always wanted to fuck a tech billionaire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. I really want to fuck the guy who, uh, <laughs> uh, who runs Couchsurfing.org. Sure, <laughs> sure. He'll be there. He is live too. I don't know if you've seen that guy. Um, so you will have a rental car. What size rental car are we talking about? Uh, this is a most inexpensive rental car. So a compact? Compact, yeah. Not a subcompact. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll be something weird like a, Hun- like a... Hyundai Zing. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. a... Still rated by J.D. Power and Associates. Oh, definitely. Though. Definitely. You know yeah. Even if it's a rental car, you don't want to. I rented a Hyundai the other day. Yeah. Uh-huh. Not bad. Yeah. Oh, it was pretty nice. They really, my last really couple rental, their game. My last, my last couple rental rental cars have been Hyundais, and I've liked them. Yeah. Yeah. I so you do have a, a little Kia space to play flounce. around with. What are you going to bring? Are we talking about? Uh, are you going to bring a tent? I'm. Not, I mean, I I should probably bring a tent. I don't know how to pitch it. Never pitched a tent before. Oh, with all those naked ladies walking around. <laughs> I mean, that'll, <laughs> that'll be. I'll just just let uh, let nature take care of it. Let. Your so your your back your your hope is to sleep in someone else's enclosure. I think so. Yes. At Burning Man, do you park your car there? I guess I could sleep in the car, yeah. If I think like worse comes could... to worse, I can sleep in my, uh, you know, Kia Twig. Are you going to bring any blankies? I'll probably can bring some bl- blankies, yeah. I have some, like, army blankets. I can bring those. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's a good idea in case you're attacked. Sure. 
So you'll have army blankies, mm-hmm. a Kia. Yeah. Like a backpack full of various clothings. Amyl nitrates? <laughs> yeah, some poppers. Yeah, just bring whippets. <laughs> I know, right? Because the fun... Here's what I suggest. You get as many... You go from... In Reno, you mm-hmm. go from grocery store to grocery store. Oh. Buying... All of the whipped cream containers sure. they have at the grocery store. Yeah, I mean that's something I could. I mean, I, obviously I can't bring food and you know uh, water on the plane, but just on my way from the airport to the thing, I can stop and get stuff. And then you've got two things. Number one, you've got drugs. Mm-hmm. Number two, you've got whipped cream. Sure, everybody loves whipped cream. Sure. Oh yeah. And everybody at Burning Man loves drugs. And they probably yeah. I mean, well, they probably aren't fucked up enough, and they have lots of dry slices of pie. Yeah, they just need so- a little something. <laughs> just a little bit of something. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's one idea. So I can lug around. I'm. T- I think you could ten get... canisters of whipped cream. No, I'm talking about fifty or a hundred. Okay, sure. Like in a Santa sack. Because I think you could find. I could be Whippet Santa. Ten. <laughs> ten. I could be like my character. <laughs> ho ho ho. Let's get fucked up for two minutes. I think you can get – you could probably get as much for a can of whipped cream mm-hmm. as you could for a whippet. So I think you're doubling up there. That's that's oh, yeah. my central so argument. I, okay. No, I mean I like this. This is pretty good. I mean Alex, do you have any thoughts? Do you have any idea of like what what would be good currency? I mean you're a really funny guy, Jordan. I feel like you're you're good at coming up with jokes sure. on the spot. You sure. could also go that that kind of – Street performer way where you will oh, okay. trade people a customized joke poem that you oh, have okay. created for them Just on the spot. Yeah, yeah. You know? I could bring like have an old-time done... typewriter. Yeah. Alex, yeah. have you ever done any corporate work? Can I recommend mm. that you check out, like, just doing some cool events and just blue-skying blue some sweet ideas? Listen, I love to get on, you know, roll my sleeves up, get in front of a whiteboard and just see what comes out sometimes. Right. So, sure. you know, I've done a little bit of the corporate circuit, always open to it. Can I throw out a crazy idea? What? What if we wrote the poems with, like, a like a typewriter, like an old-time typewriter? Yes. I just said that. I just said he just said that. Yeah. But, but yes, again. Jordan. Yeah. Have you thought about writing them with a typewriter? No, I haven't. That's a great idea. Thanks. I think people would find that very charming. There you go. I should write them with a little typewriter. Yeah. Okay, so I could write jokes. I mean, I guess I like, you what? know. Uh, like a tiny t- How about you write them on an adding machine? <laughs> like, here you go. <laughs> Here's a piece of paper with a number four on it. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> Give me your shrooms. <laughs> <laughs> And they have to. You could make T-shirts that say that. Yeah, I could. Here's a piece of. Trade those for food and shelter. (laughs) Oh yeah, I could bring like T-shirts or something that say something cool on them. Yeah, that's something. What about like Burning Man's for assholes? (laughs) (laughs) You would find that cheeky. Well, especially if you're only wearing the shirt. Yeah. <laughs> no pants. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess I could uh, – yeah, I mean like, you know, I guess I've taught sketch classes and improv classes before. I could see if people wanted to, you know, have an impromptu, you know, just like brainstorming session. Cool sketch brainstorm. Yeah, sure. You're a writer on At Midnight. You sure. could give everybody a personalized hashtag. Oh, I could give people hashtags. Yeah. That might have some value, you know. Those are hot I right could, like, now. I mean, Hashtag Alex, anal I August yeah. is trending. And... Sure, I, it will be after this episode drops. Yeah. You could just suck dick. I mean, if it came down yes, to it, you could just. Oh, I could definitely suck dick. Definitely, definitely. 
Um, yeah, I mean, Alex, I don't know how you would feel about that. I mean, as an executive producer on At Midnight, you have a lot I, of skin in the game. No. But I, none? It's, it's, uh, the You're hashtags, not a, an executive we, producer. No, I am, I am, but That's, no, <laughs> we don't own hashtags. They're well, for I was going to say, like, if I could just – I mean, I, you know, I'm up in the writer's room and I'm kind of privy to what's going to go down on the show. If I could yeah. just give people – Spoilers. Give people, like – you know, a little hint <laughs> as to what the next hashtag's going to be, then they can start getting yeah. their poop movies ready. For sure. Dropping some serious spoilers sure, dude, on if people. You have an, think, if you have an At Midnight spoiler, think of how fucking dope you are on Reddit that day. Oh, so You get dope. home from the playa. Yeah. yeah. The upvotes hey, you're getting on Reddit. Guess what? Guess what hashtag wars are going to be this coming Wednesday. Oh, shit. And then you got time to write. Yep. Yeah. That could have real monetary value. Sleepy dogs. <laughs> Jordan, I think you're going to want a physical object. Sure. Coconuts. Yeah. Yeah. Coconuts have water inside that you can drink. They have flesh that you can eat. Mm-hmm. There's alkalines. Mm-hmm. Alkalites. Acolytes. You're going to get acolytes if you have them. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll acquire acolytes. <laughs> if I give people electrolytes. I think I think these electrolytes are going to get you acolytes sure. if you bring enough cocoa nuts. Yeah. I I think you should be you could become the coconut guy. You need one of those big hand drills like a grandpa has in his tool chest. Oh yeah. Where you hold one part and you turn the other part around in a Where circle. Where am I getting that? Just stopping at the a, hardware store from a grandpa. Okay, <laughs> just find a Reno grandpa. I don't think it'll be hard to find a grandpa in Reno. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I'll just I feel say. like you just walk down the, the one line of slot machines and just tap on a grandpa's shoulder. Can and I say, have your hey. big hand crank drill? And he'll be like, oh, "All right, <laughs> a young person, <laughs> I'll give you my drill. <laughs> just don't turn me gay." What? What? That's not how. Okay, I mean, I want the drill. I, well, I'll take the drill, but I it's think you have not... some weird ideas. Yeah, your homophobia is manifesting in unusual ways. <laughs> I have Thank an idea. This... Oh, please. Okay, find an old Kevin Federline tour T-shirt. <laughs> Seriously, make a ton of copies, like cheap ones. You know, make right. like you get yeah, really I mean, cheap shirts. In the back. Yeah, I mean, I'll have, to, I'll have to clean out my closet from and get the Federal tour. Sure. <laughs> Everybody won. Oh man! Get everybody there wearing a Kevin Federline like world tour. What what year would he have been touring? Fresno shirt, probably what like two thousand eight, seven. Yeah, I guess he was a guest on Ellen when I was a PA on Ellen. That was two thousand. Yeah, seven or eight. That makes sense about right. Yeah, that's just that's something that people are gonna like. You know, they're gonna have forgotten about him. They're gonna. It's gonna tap into a fond, nostalgic memory of two thousand seven, eight, whatever. Oh, K Fed. K Fed. Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah. Yeah. K-Fed. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. His favorite, famous song. Yeah. Uh, pop, popping, hey, popping that, popping that, popping pop that, that poppers. And then you can also have the amyl nitrates there. Poppers. Yeah. <laughs> what if K Fed maybe get his be... LP? Mm-hmm. Maybe he's got a song called Coconuts. Oh yeah, I mean, he probably does. Seems likely. It's sort of island flavored. Mm-hmm. It's got an island flavor, kind Caribbean of a chill kick out, to it. kind of a yeah vibe. Yeah, everyone will call you J Fed. You'll be I above love to be J-Fed. the Sparkle Ponies because yeah. you will have thought of something that nobody else there will have, which sure. is a Kevin Federline World Tour T-shirt. I like this. I'm just picturing <clears throat> a giant rope net. You got it. You're lugging it down mm-hmm. the playa. Mm-hmm. It's full of coconuts. Yeah. And you just got that hand drill, and you're just going, Coco, coconuts, Coco, coconuts, want mushrooms. 
<laughs> Coconuts. Papers with fours on them. <laughs> Jordan, I think you're going to have fun. Yeah, I think it's going to be a blast. W- what are you going to wear to this thing? Uh, I think, I mean, I think it's, I'm going to get a bunch of just kind of disposable clothes that I can throw away afterwards. So, like, like operating room type? Yeah, yeah, like a, like a, uh, like scrubs and yeah. uh, dressing gowns, paper dressing gowns. <laughs> sure. My character is going to be guy who just escaped from the hospital. Coconut. <laughs> Coconut, sir. Do you sure. have anything in particular that you'd like to accomplish while you're there? You know, I, I, no, I think I just want to see it. I'm not super, super into, you know, hard drugs. Yeah. They kind of scare me a little bit. I'm not going to be with, you know, any anyone close or I'm not going to be close to a doctor. It would be so, uh, different don't want if f- he was going with, like, with his mom or something. Yeah, yeah me yeah, and my yeah, mom yeah. could, like, do some E. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I like, might like to try something that's kind of, An you orgy. Know, yeah, I might like, that's, yeah, I might just You're basically, you're going, you're, this is sex tourism, you're looking for an orgy. Yeah, I think, I mean, I like to maybe, like, try a drug that's not, you know, a super... It's not an yeah. ayahuasca. Yeah. Maybe as we some mentioned. Some Advil off mic. or something. Yeah, maybe some Advil. Yeah. A Dayquil. Yeah. See how Dayquil makes me feel when I'm not stuffy. <laughs> Five hour energy. Yeah. Sure. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, some of those new sugar free rock stars. Maybe somebody's got those. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of just to see it. I guess I just kind of know it as a punchline. And I got the free ticket and I decided to just, just say yes to life, you know? I respect it. Kind of go in with, a, go in with an open mind. Maybe open... don't maybe don't go in just to goof on it for once in your fucking life, Jordan. Yeah. Sweatpants? No, I should probably buy some sweatpants, yeah. Get yourself some sweats, man. Yeah. You want to be comfy. And then but then but also boom, designer jeans. Like Jordash? Yeah, like Jordash, true religion. I do feel like this is one scenario in life where cargo shorts and pants will really be yeah yeah i might get some i mean i get think, I, I, think I'm gonna, I will go back space. to the army surplus store and just get some you know just tell them you want whatever they got that's dutch okay <laughs> just give me everything dutch sure because those guys they can make a solid all-terrain sure yeah get yourself one of those sweaters with the nylon patches on it mm-hmm. you know oh, yeah. where your gun goes that kind of thing no yeah totally Get yourself some zip-off sleeves. I saw a at the Army Surplus store. They had an old-time aviator's helmet, and I'm like, "Ah, should I just? Should I? I mean, why? I'm doing it. I might as well have, buy this aviator's helmet." But I did. If you, the thing would be if you brought it and then it didn't seem appropriate when you got there, mm-hmm. you'd have to stare at it for the rest of your life because you wouldn't want to throw it away. Sure. <laughs> You know what I mean? Do you think anyone has ever shown up to Burning Man and then gone home because <laughs> they just felt I feel just felt like yeah, I did not my... dress appropriately <laughs> and I this is not for me. Jeez, sure. I'm not going to be able to keep the crease in my trousers. <laughs> People are wearing suits and I just have slacks and a and a coat. I feel oh, like boy. a bank teller over Jeez, here. Jeez, Louise. <laughs> we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. La, 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 la. It's Jordan, Jesse, go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex Blagg, bon vivant. <laughs> he is. There's no denying the fact that Alex Blagg is a bon vivant. Yeah, that's a that's, that's as as true a nickname as we've had on the show. You know what? I was I was planning to do calls this segment, but Lindsay, are you even ready for us to do calls? She says no. Okay, well, let's why stop. Why don't we stall for a little bit? We're going to stall. Okay. What do you want to stall about? Huh. <laughs> 
That's the sound of a car stalling. How much more time do you need, Lynch? Jesus Christ, Jordan. Jesus H. Christ. Okay, she's ready. Um, You know, when something momentous happens to you, our audience members, we have you call us and tell us about it at 206-984-4FUN. The segment is called Momentous Occasions. Let's hear our first call. Hi, guys. This is Matthew in Maine. I am uh, still driving. I just passed on Route 1 uh, someone being given a very enthusiastic blowjob in back of their car door on the side of the road, just right on the side of the highway. Never saw that before. Didn't expect that I'd see it in Maine. I lived in New York for eight years. Thought it would be there. It was in Maine. Bye. You in Maine, figure. they call a blowjob a lobster roll. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I I just assume it would happen in Maine. Sure. Yeah. Because what else are you doing? Fucked up shit going on in Maine. For some reason, I went right to Stephen King getting hit by a van on the side of the road (laughs) in Maine. (laughs) I don't know why that's such a weird connection to make to that, but I guess the sides of the roads in Maine are a. uh, Quiet is kept, Alex. Yeah. They don't want you to know this. That's how he ended up getting hit by that van. Mm. A real enthusiastic blowjob. It's interesting that he said, I saw someone giving a blowjob and not say, not I saw someone getting a blowjob. Yeah. Well, you've got to have one to have the other. Sure. Oh, absolutely. I'm just saying. In my book. <laughs> right. You don't believe in solo blowjobs. But also, did he say it was on the side of the highway? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's, like, it's, a, it's just like a rural road. Yeah. It's a little less. Like, you have to, if you're going pretty fast by there, I mean, I, I guess. That'd be tough to kind of clock that. Yeah. So you think it might have just been somebody, somebody cleaning up something that spilled on their friend's genital area, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Let's go to the back seat and sort this out." Hmm. Yeah, you I've know. got some club soda in my mouth. I mean, <laughs> I was about to swallow it. I can apply it to your pants area. Anyway, you know, I think that's just fun. Side, side of the road blowjob? Yeah. I think it's fun that they were getting and giving the blowjob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's fun that he saw the blowjob. Sure. No harm, no foul. Oh, no yeah. victims. You know I mean? Everybody, we're having fun right now listening yeah. about the blowjob. Yeah, it's just, it adds a little bit of spice mm-hmm. to life. You know what I mean? A little bit of, a little something extra. Not yeah. the bene. <laughs> you know what I'm talking side about. Side of the road blowjob. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's a me. Let me tell you about our special. <laughs> Chicken noodle. Very nice. I blow you. <laughs> Come to my back seat. <laughs> and I make you a special sausage dish. <laughs> After that, I suck your penis. <laughs> yes, great. Would you like to finish a meal with a climax in my mouth? <laughs> I <laughs> love this blowjob chef character. <laughs> have you guys ever seen a public sex act? I don't think I ever have. I haven't either. I, I've seen a lot of shit. I've seen a lot of people smoking crack. Sure. Um, That's like sex for your brain. Yeah. I mean, I've seen a lot of fucked up public activities. Plenty of peeing and defecating. Mm-hmm. You know, I was inner city youth at one point in my life, but I, I've never seen a public sex act. Oh, no, I did see. Mm-hmm. I saw some people fucking in college. Oh, great. Right mm-hmm. in their dorm room. Cool. With the shades open. Yeah. And I was like, hey, go to town. You guys. were just simply mm-hmm. doing some stargazing. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> in the area. Yeah. Yeah. True. Alex? Public no, I was, I was just racking my brain. I, I don't think I've uh, had the pleasure of seeing a public sex act. I'm all for it. Yeah. Go to town. Why not? You Let's... know, pull over on the side of the road. Be be responsible. Safe. You know. I guess the moral here don't is... Don't be Stephen King. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The moral is if you see any of us on the street, start a public sex act so yeah. we can see it. Yeah. yeah. We'd like to. Don't come up and say to us, it seems really awkward because I know a lot about you, but you've never met me before. Sure. Which is what most people say. Mm-hmm. Instead, grab your partner by the hand. do si do And you know what we mean by that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's hear our next call. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and guests. This is Todd from Maryland in Virginia uh, calling a few minutes before 7 in the a.m. And I saw a guy in a kind of commercial slash residential area who it looked like his morning routine was to take a walk backwards. Uh, he was along a sidewalk in between locations, nowhere in particular, and he was just walking backward. And there was another guy headed up to him uh, from behind, walking forward. So I wonder if they were going to collide. Um, I I watched to make sure that he wasn't just, like, turning around or something, and he wasn't. He was walking backward continually. Pretty great. That's dope. That should be your thing at Burning Man. Backwards walking? Yeah. Like, oh, man, I'm freaking out. Is that guy walking backwards? And you're like, yeah, give me some chili, motherfucker. Yeah. You like that backwards walk? Hit me with that hunt. How about a mouthful of stew? <laughs> <laughs> stew me, baby. Yeah. Right in here. <laughs> Chunky style. Yeah. I love that stew. <laughs> well, see ya. And then I walk backwards out. <laughs> Oh, maybe we should just bring a yurt, man. I know. Yeah, what's the what's the easiest thing I can bring so that I don't the, el- the elements don't kill me? Gold pup tent. <laughs> like sleeping like under a pile of gold yeah. or on top of it like a dragon. <laughs> I mean, if- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's my gold. <laughs> <clears throat> Yeah, pup tent. I guess I could just get a pup tent yeah. and have it. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of times in life when you get to use a pup tent. Yeah. I just think that's a it's a great thing to have. I think you need to get a two-person tent just in case. Just in case uh, that I want to be wearing stilts. <laughs> yeah. Just in case you gain a lot of weight. <laughs> in case I become a fat. With all that chili. <laughs> so much goddamn <laughs> stew. <laughs> Sweet. So much hot bisque, <laughs> hot Burning Man bisque. Hello, I'm a famous farmer bisque. <laughs> All the creamiest soups, <laughs> seafood soups, <laughs> meaty soups, a minestrone. <laughs> Listen, if you're out there, I'm not going to be there for that long. Are you not a weirdo? Just let me stay in your thing, okay? It'll be super cool. <laughs> How many Jordan Jesse Go listeners is your estimate have yurts at Burning Man? Oh, boy. Burning yurts. Yurting Man? Six? Yeah, I'm going to say six. That sounds exactly right. Okay, you're if on. you're not weird. Right, that's me, number one. Let me stay in your thing. I'm only there for a couple days. I'm there three days. At Jordan underscore Morris. Let me stay in your thing. Hashtag analogist. <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you have any more calls this week, Lindsay? Okay, we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex Blagg, in charge. Okay, Jumbotron message. As in large and? Yeah. Okay. Or Charles, whichever. <laughs> You're hardly large. You look like you're in fighting shape, Alex. Yeah, my dad's name's Charles, so mm-hmm. maybe it's more Charles in charge. But thank you, Jesse. Yeah, you're ready for you're ready for dual fatherhood. Been doing a lot of Tybo, so how how long do you got before these babies pop out? Uh, just a matter of weeks. Wow. Sept- Mid September is the beginning of the red zone. Can I tell you what you're going to be like? Um, tired. Oh shit! That's what you're going to be like. Yeah, that sounds. You're going to be all oh shit. That do you feels... have Do you have names picked out? Yeah, I do. I have two names. Both boys. Okay. Boy names. Okay. What uh, are the babies? Uh, the boys. Okay. We, we went traditional. I thought you were pulling like a celebrity power. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, but I'm not. I'm not uh, announcing. Not going to say. No, I get that. I get that. Yeah, you don't want to. I mean, you don't. I don't want notes on the Spoil the sake, sanctity of yeah. the uh, this lovely. I don't want know. anyone's feedback. Well, one big problem is Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sure. Got to yeah. worry about oh, that Rumpelstiltskin. Definitely got to worry about Rumpelstiltskin. Yeah. Um, you guys moved to accommodate the babies, right? We are uh, in the process. about to, yeah, in the oh, process good. of moving. Dude, I saw that you were selling your fucking grill. Oh, it is a really, really nice grill. I mean, it'll probably be gone by the time this thing goes up, but if not, if anyone's out there, you guys should really check out this grill. Hey, look, I say this week's program <laughs> is all about Alex Blagg selling his grill and me selling my Audi TT Coupe. Hashtag you guys analogist. Just go. <laughs> you guys just want to take a minute? I mean, we're kind of in the, like, messages segment of the show. Do you guys each want to just make a pitch can for I, this grill I, and this Audi? Can I plug my grill? Yeah. Please do. <laughs> oh, great. Alex, what are you working on these days? Well, you know, Jordan, I've been really busy, you know, just kind of figuring out what's next after At Midnight. Sure, sure. And uh, really at the top of my pile is uh, I'm trying to get rid of this grill on Craigslist. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very nice stainless steel KitchenAid top-of-the-line grill. I mean, we're talking about a 2,000-pounder that will just mm, mm, destroy mm. any piece of meat you put on top uh, of it. Um, it is, you know, my wife is a chef, so... Sure. Professional thing, chef. Yeah, she's a professional. So this is a grill that is uh, definitely of the caliber of sure. culinary professionals. She would not let anything less into the house. No, no. But also, me as an amateur uh, sure. uh, grill person... I have found uh, great joy and delight in working with this uh, machine and have had a lot of great dinners because of it. Alex, I was about to walk into a Grills Etc. Mm-hmm. and drop dollars $3,600 on a brand new grill. Jesse, you don't need to do that. I don't? No, but absolutely I want, not. I want like a premium top-of-the-line grill. I got a premium top-of-the-line grill. This thing retailed originally less than four years ago for over $3,500 and is now going for the low, low price of $1,200 or the most money that anybody offers me. Uh, it's you know the bur- it's got a sear station mm-hmm. with over uh, put 20- an ah- put an ahi on there yeah you put an ahi on there it's got a twenty five thousand BTUs mm-hmm. I don't know what those are but I'm saying that they're beef torching units because <laughs> uh, that seems right. like a, <laughs> seems appropriate seems like an appropriate nomenclature for that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yeah, it's just it's a it's a great great grill that you can. I've get heard you have a, a torching beef price. unit. Yeah, I do have a, a beef tor- a beef torching unit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this sounds like an amazing deal, and I imagine yeah. if somebody's in the Los Angeles area, they're looking for a kick ass grill. Yeah, they can get at you at Alex Blag. Yeah, at Alex Blag on Twitter. Check out my grill on Craigslist or JD Power and Associates. <laughs> um, also gives it very high marks. They don't. This is one of the few grills that they will actually recommend. Can I ask so. you why you're degrilling? Uh, well, yeah, the place that I'm moving into does not have as much outdoor space as mm. the place I'm currently in. Sure, so you need that for the bounce house. I need it for the bounce house. Can't take the grill with me, which is sad. But, uh, sure. but you know, hey, it's my, my loss is another person's For the greater good. Yeah. Uh, I have a 2004 mm. Audi TT mm-hmm. Coupe. Now, this is the Redline Edition. That's the fastest one they made. 250 horsepower and a six-cylinder engine. Mm. Um, it is a sporty little car. It is an exceptionally sporty car. It has a custom spoiler, uh, low-profile, run-flat tires, uh, and I installed an auxiliary jack, and the jack is in a tasteful spot in the center console where you can hide it or display it as you prefer. A very elegant auxiliary jack. I'm selling it because I just bought a car. I'm selling it for $1,000 less than Blue Book. Wow. $9,900. Price to move. If you purchase it now, 80,000 miles on this thing, a beautiful and sporty motor vehicle. Get at me, at Jesse Thorne on Twitter. And uh, if anybody's at Burning Man, I will be dragging around a sack filled with Kevin Federline concert t-shirts and And, coconuts. And coconuts. (laughs) Uh, I'm letting these go for a steal, a mouthful of stew. And, and the play, you know, a thing to sleep in. Oh, it's in. something to sleep in. So get at me, uh, at Jordan underscore Morris on Twitter. Yeah, Bert, if you're out there, Bert from Bert's Yurts. I was just yelping Yurts in the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, get it, Jordan. You yeah. Know? Jordan, if you got some stew out there. <laughs> if, you're, if you're stew from Stew Stew. <laughs> Hey, we got a message up on the Jumbotron, guys. Uh, this is a fun way for you to promote your uh, business or, or or communicate with your friends and family who love Jordan Jesse Go as much as you do. Um, Red Sky Phenomenon, uh, an electronic music act. You can go to redskyphenomenon.bandcamp.com to download the new electronic album, Sketches, for only $2. Whoa. This guy bought a Jumbotron message for the bargain price of $200. It is, given the size of our audience, it yeah. really is a, a bargain price. And he did it because he loves Jordan, Jesse Go, and Max Fun, but he doesn't have a job. So the least that you can do <laughs> is send this guy some stew. No, download his album. Uh, it's got a remix by Rishikesh Herway of Song Exploder, uh, also of the, uh, the 3AM radio. Uh, excuse me, the 1AM radio. I got the number wrong there. Um, you can download the new album Sketches by Red Sky Phenomenon with a remix by our friend Rishikesh Herway for $2. Just go to redskyphenomenon.bandcamp.com. And as always, all of the links for all of the sponsors on Max Fun Shows can be found in our forum in a sticky post right there in the shows. Lindsay maintains it her very own self, and she does a great job. She's doing a dance, and I maintain that thread dance. Great job, Lindsay. Uh, if you want to get up on the Jumbotron, go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's super easy. You just fill in a form. Uh, if you want to sponsor any of our shows or all of our shows, email Teresa at MaximumFun.org, T-H-E-R-E-S-A. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go.
Hey, folks, this is Kevin Allison of the Risk Podcast, a proud member of the Maximum Fun family. If you've never heard Risk before, you've got to check it out. Risk is where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share in public. Stuff you could never hear on NPR. This is where writers, comedians, and people of all walks of life drop the act and get as raw and real as it gets. You know you love stories. Why not check out the show where you'll hear the most unforgettable ones you've ever heard? Check out Risk today. We are free on iTunes, of course, and we're at MaximumFun.org or at Risk-Show.com. Risk! It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Alex Blagg, Kevin Federline. <laughs> Alex, you've made life. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Jesse. You've made life yourself, and uh, I hope that I can fill the big fatherly shoes that... Uh, that I gave you as a gift. You gave me. <laughs> My old shoes. Your old shoes. They're very nice loafers. They are a nice pair of loafers. Some floor, I gave you that, some floor shimes. Gave you that cardigan as well. Yep. And that pipe. I'm going to reinvent myself completely, you know, just head to toe in the in the, the Jesse Thorne mold. Gave right you now you look laundry. like – I mean right now you kind of have a fun young person vibe. Not anymore. Not yeah. for long. Nope. Nope. This is your last couple months as a yeah. – Weeks, I, I, would weeks never, I guess, as a fun I would, never, I would never wear a carefree five-panel hat like this oh, ever again. Not as yeah, a father. I, I don't look like a person who should be trusted with children. You're going to have to get an additional panel on that cap. And yeah. You're going to have to get a hardware-related logo. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. You're Some, right. A Husqvarna, mm-hmm. maybe? Husqvarna, yeah. That's my suggestion. I just – John fact, Deere? Hyundai. Can I just, <laughs> just Hyundai go hat. Husqvarna? Husqvarna. Husqvarna is the easiest answer to that one. It's a great one. Um, and I want to congratulate both of you on the smash success of the television program that, that each of you work on at midnight. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesse. It's a it's a fun show to, to do, and it's a pleasure to get to work with Jordan every day. Ah, shucks. It's one of the uh, – my favorite parts about it is, you know, Jordan's someone I've known for a long time, and to see him come into the show and be able to contribute as much as he does, he's literally – one of the funniest people uh, involved, and there's a, a lot of funny nice people involved. Nice of you to say. Well, could you, you? Would you mind ranking them? Just rank all of the people Jordan the show. number one, <laughs> right? Um, Chris is number. Chris Hardwick is coming in at like. Four. Oh, he's top five. I yeah, would say. Yeah, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Let's say there is it's, a really funny. Have you guys talked to the administrative assistant, Sally? No, she is funny. Yeah, she is funny. Yeah. Chris is Chris great is super, hashtags. Chris is super good looking, <laughs> but number one, I'm not sure he's even a real nerd. Yeah, I don't, I don't buy it. Honestly, honestly, guys, I don't buy it from him. Okay, that's number one. I, I mean, sure, he has an encyclopedic robot? knowledge of Doctor Who I and every other he nerd. Yeah, be a robot. Sure, but <laughs> can neither confirm nor deny. <sighs> it's great. I think people should watch this television program. Sure, yeah. It's a whole pile of fun. Um, Lots of laughs. And Alex, it's always a joy and a pleasure to have you on our program. Likewise, guys. This is very fun. Thank you for having me here. Whether or not you want to buy Alex's Grill, which is real and is really for sale, he is on Twitter at Alex Blagg, B-L-A-G-G, Alex spelled A-L-E-X. Don't get caught up there at the end of Alex. (laughs) A-L-E-X. If you have thoughts about the show, shit, man, 
fucking post them on the forum? All kinds of places to go. How, number one, forum.maximumfun.org. That's a great place to go. Sure. Number two, people going ape shit on the MaxFun Reddit. Yeah. Go to reddit.com slash r slash maximumfun. You can fucking click, clickety, click, click, tap, 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 tap. Here's a link to some shit that's related to some shit. Here's my favorite stew recipes, whatever. <laughs> what the fuck ever, man. Just hang out with my man, Lothreeper. You know, that guy's running shit mm-hmm. on there. It's that. Hashtag JJ Go, hashtag Anal August mm-hmm. on Twitter. We love that. You can just fucking send us an email. JJ Go at MaximumFun.org if you want to. If you got to send us something, you know, important about where Jordan's going to sleep in this sure. desert he's going to in mm-hmm. two weeks. Yep. It's not his Hyundai. Mm-mm. I got to sleep in some fucking Hyundai. Could be a Plymouth. If you're, if you're a Plymouth bounce, if, what? If you're lucky, you'll get a. When did Ford, they make these? Ford C Max. <laughs> sure. Ford C Max would be a nice car to get. Guys, I think that's all we. Yeah. I think that's all we need all to do. Wrote. It's been a joy. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.